those. But if you want something too much, I'm just going to tell you right now, don't trust that you're hearing from the Lord if you want it that badly. Uh, so what do you do instead? I'm gonna t- you have to stay till the end of the podcast for me to tell you. Welcome to The Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. This podcast is here to advance the revolution Jesus started. A revolution of the free, the fire starters, the troublemakers, and the zealots. I interview people who I think are awesome, who have heard that revolutionary call, and are going after Jesus with their whole heart. If you listen to this show and join our community, I know God is going to speak to you. I believe God wants to change the world through you, through your unique gifts and talents He's given you. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life, a voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will. Let's get rolling. Hey, welcome back to The Kindling Fire. Uh, I am excited to be back. I'm going to be talking about hearing God adventures. And uh, I I tell you what, uh, that sounds really exciting. Uh, But actually, the adventures I'm going to be talking about are the adventures where you get it wrong. (laughs) And so it becomes an adventure because I thought this was God and, and it ended up not being the Lord. And so I've actually walked through that a few times in my life. And um, and I've got a few kind of tricks and tips, if you will, about uh, when you may not be hearing God correctly and how to how to make sure that you are hearing God correctly. You know, I'll give you some sort of steps, uh, not really steps, but more of a best practices for like, hey, you know, we all get it wrong sometimes. And, um, you know, a lot of times we love to hear the stories of, you know, God said and this miracle happened and that has happened in my life. But I've had a lot more stories of where I think God's maybe doing something and it didn't work out like I thought. Now, what do I do with that? So I'm really going to be, you know, kind of sharing a little bit of story, a little bit of scripture out of my life and, um, you know, that uh, will help you guys. So just let you guys know a little bit more about what's going on as far as like my week. I am finalizing my book this week. I am so excited. I'm fine. The cover is getting finalized. The final book design is getting done. I've got all my um, sort of early readers have come back and given me feedback. And and so I'm just now starting to reach out to, to podcasts and YouTube channels and others to kind of get them to know about the book. So if you are a podcast and you listen to The Kindling Fire and you would like the Fatherhood Face Plants to be on your show, uh, just reach out to me. You can DM me uh, through Instagram. Uh, by the way, which was changed. So now it says Troy underscore underscore Mangum. And, uh, but it still says The Kindling Fire. So if you search that, you can find it. And uh, so that's kind of like what my week has been looking like. We had our first Hachoka men's event uh, this past weekend. It was such an incredible blessing. Uh, about 28 guys showed up, young men, and, uh, it, and if you were interested in well, what did we do and how do we do it, uh, I didn't record all of it, but we kind of got the first part of it, which kind of was sharing, the council was sharing their hearts, uh, that's this group of older men that I'm running the Hochoka with, uh, about why they're involved with Hochoka and what they, you know, what they hope for for these young men. Uh, you can go to the Instagram account Hochoka Men, H-O-C-O-K-A Men, and then you can see the video there, or you can go to Hochoka Men on the YouTube channel, and you can see it's about a 25-minute video uh, that kind of shows a little bit about what we were doing 
and our heart behind it. So we were so excited. I mean, just to, to have that uh, behind me is just huge. It's been a dream of, of mine and these guys since December, really January, and it's just really amazing to have it all come together. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. And uh, so <laughs> where's my first mistake? Where shall I start? Um, so, okay, I tell you what, let's start in the Bible. I always like starting the Bible. That's a great place to start. So this, uh, this one's about Elijah, and it's in 1 Kings 19.11. Uh, 1 Kings 19.11. And I'll just read it to you. Uh, 1 Kings 19.11 says, The Lord said to Elijah, Go out and stand on the mountain and in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the, the mountain apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was a great earthquake, and the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then the voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? So uh, that may be a scripture you guys know, but, but the, the sort of principle is that there is a, a, you guys have heard about the still small voice of the Lord. So I have a practice that I've done in my um, in times you know when I've had maybe like conflict with my wife or whatever, and we'll be getting into it, and I'll ask the Lord, "Hey, please be helping me, right? Speak to me while I'm in this discussion, heated discussion or or debate or whatever." And guess what? It never happens. <laughs> so uh, step number one or uh, point number one is that if you are in an emotionally charged uh, a conversation or circumstance, your ability to hear God under those great emotions, earthquakes, fire, mountain shaking, like your emotions are just so like hypersensitive, don't expect to hear God clearly in that emotional state. I'm sorry to say that, but that has been my experience. That still small voice that is the voice of the Holy Spirit um, you know, uh, there's this great verse. I don't have. I didn't write it down, but it's basically in quietness and trust is your strength, um, and is your salvation in quietness and trust. You know, to be able to quiet ourselves, uh, and I know I'm looking like I'm doing this. I'm quieting myself. <laughs> you guys can't hear that, uh, see that if you're on the podcast. But basically, um, you know, namaste. You know, <laughs> that's what I look like. Um, so, uh, in quieting yourself, you really are calming your brain down. I mean, I can't say good enough about, um, meditative prayer, you know, that the John Eldridge, uh, app, uh, the pause, the one minute pause at do a little commercial for that. I've used that in the last year and a half and it's really helped me, uh, like really, really still my mind so that I can, you know, hear the voice of the Lord, that I can receive scripture better and not be flying all over the place. But anyway, that's sort of in a nice moment. I'm talking about a heated moment. So don't be expecting like to really hear the, uh, the voice of the Lord in a really, really heated moment. You need to kind of step away and you need to, to quiet yourself, ask the Lord to, you know, I love that verse. I use it. Gosh, I think I pray it daily. 
Uh, cast all your anxieties on the Lord, for He cares for you. Cast all your anxieties on the Lord, for He cares for you. So I pass, cast my anxieties on the Lord, and it just really allows me to start to, to quiet myself. So that's, that's the word. Uh, if, it, if you're emotionally charged, don't be expecting to hear from the Lord. What's another one? You want it too much. Oh my gosh, this is, uh, I know this one too well. <laughs> so you want something so bad, and, um, and you want God to talk to you about the thing you want so bad. I just want that thing, uh, whatever that thing is, or that circumstance, or that opportunity, or whatever it is. Um, you know, the scripture talks, I'm going to give you some scripture as far as guidance goes, but if you want something too much, I'm just going to tell you right now, don't trust that you're hearing from the Lord if you want it that badly. Uh, so what do you do instead? I'm gonna. T- you have to stay till the end of the podcast for me to tell you. Uh, but let's let's show that scripture about if you want it too bad. So uh, James four three. You're really trying to figure out what the, the will of the Lord is, what the voice of the Lord is, and you just want something so bad. Uh, James four three says. Uh, you do not have because you do not ask God. And then it goes on to say in verse, I'm sorry, James 4, yeah, 4, 3. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You have to think about the natural end of some of the things that you want. Um and, and I'm, not, I'm just going to tell you right now, um, you are not the best judge of your motives. You might think you are, but you're not. Um, it, you just aren't. You know, the Lord is the best judge of your motives. And, and there's going to be a scripture I'm going to share. Well, I'm going to get into that in a minute. But, but when it talks about um, you're going to spend, if the Lord were to give you the answer to that prayer, you're going to spend all of that answer on yourself for selfish gain, right? Let's say that you, um, let's say you want to be a preacher, right? You want to be a preacher. You want to have a bunch of people, you know, hear you uh, preach and stuff. Um, and then, but you keep on getting frustrated or whatever. You know, one of the ideas could be great. Let's say you get that opportunity, right? You get to speak. A lot of people think you're great. What are you doing with all those accolades? You know, what are you doing with all the accolades? You're great. You're awesome. You're wonderful. Like, what are you doing with all that? Is it building up your pride and your ego? Or is it something you're receiving with humility, knowing that nothing that you have is that you have not received from the Lord? I mean, you've received any any ability, talent, skill you have is from the Lord. Now, you may have honed it and improved it, but the source is the Lord's. Now, I'm not talking about false humility, but I'm just saying you can, you know, receive praise, thankfully, but there's this great analogy, um, and again, not a Bible verse I have, I just, it's kind of off the top of my head. You know, the idea in, the, in Revelations where the, the elders gather around the throne of Jesus and they put their crowns down at his feet, you know, what is a crown in, in, the, in, in our, what does a crown represent? Usually authority. Usually prestige, usually money, usually the the affections and, and loyalty of somebody. What are the, what is that symbolizing when they put the crown down? They're saying everything that I've received, Lord, I give back to you in praise. 
Everything I receive from others, I give back to, to you in gratitude. Now, I'm not saying be super spiritual and weird, uh, but, you know, because I've met those and it's just like everything's the Lord, everything's the Lord. No, God's given you ability and talent. And ability. Just humbly receive the thanks. All right, I know, I, that was a total side note, but but um, but I love that verse. It basically says, so the, the, the guidance really is if you want something too much, uh, don't expect to hear from God clearly, right? So that's the first one. And then uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. So what do you do with those desires, right? You desire something so badly. What do you do? Well, I'm about to tell you. Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. So worshiping God in this case is offering your body. And I would say body, soul, mind, like everything as a living sacrifice. God, um, you know, it's all for you, Lord. You take what you take what you want, uh, leave what you want. I completely lay it down. I completely surrender it. And then it says, do not conform anymore to the pattern of this world. Well, number one, if you're being a living sacrifice to God, anything you want, I'll go anywhere, I'll do anything, I'll, I'll be anything. Lord, it's all you. I, I offer my body, I offer my soul as a living sacrifice. Well, you're not, you're not like the pattern of the world. The pattern of the world is me, 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 me first, me first. I want to be in the front of the line. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's, that's the pattern of the world. Um, golly, man, I'm just like all over the place today. But the, the Jesus' parable, uh, when he says, you know, when you come into a, uh, an important place and there's a seat of honor, don't go and seat yourself in that seat of honor, but seat yourself somewhere else and let the guest invite and let the host invite you up to the seat of honor. Uh, it's better to be invited up to the seat of honor. It's a parable. You can go look it up in the Bible. Then for the host to say, hey, that seat of honor is not for you. Get off. Right. And so anyway, the whole world, the way the world works is that they're always seeking the seat of honor, whereas God is wanting to give it to uh, the people that he wants to entrust that. So back to verse two. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then, so we want to hear the voice of the Lord. We want to know his will. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. When you, when you lay it all down, you want something so bad, but you're like, like, I let it go. Whatever the answer is, if the answer is no, I accept it. If the answer is yes, I accept it. Like I lay it all down. Right, I, re I receive from you. I lay it down. I give it to you. Renew your mind. Right, like you, you. It's going to be really hard to lay everything down before Jesus if your mind is like, oh no, I'm going to get screwed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, oh no, something bad. God's going to do something bad to me. You know that that's a that's a warped mind about the character of God. Right, He loves you. He only wants good for you. It doesn't mean He wants all that good for you right now, right? A lot of times our, our, our trip up with hearing the voice of the Lord is like timing. You know, the Lord might be wanting to do something, but it's not right now. And everything, most of the times when we're seeking God to hear his voice, we want something now. We want the answer now. We want the opportunity now. We want it all now. And the Lord's like, hey, maybe you're not ready. Maybe it's not time. Maybe there's a better time. Do you trust me enough that, you know, 
you could wait and you would sacrifice this opportunity or sacrifice this. Then you'll know what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Don't we all want to be in his good, pleasing, and perfect will? I do. And that's part of the reason why I want to, I want, I listen for the voice of the Lord. But I've gotten it wrong because sometimes I want it too much and I'm not going to hear clearly. All right. So the last one is about motives. I was trying to, I was getting into motives, but, but here, let's just say this. Like I said before, um, you're not the best care, uh, judge of your motives. So what is the Word of God and the Spirit of God through the Word of God? So let's talk about motives. Hebrews. I love this scripture. Hebrews 4. It's actually one of my favorite, favorite scriptures. Hope you guys are enjoying this. I love doing this. It's so fun. I've got a bunch of shows planned, by the way, so... I'm really excited. I must have had a lot of pin-up things to say in these last months. All right, so Hebrews 4, 12. Hebrews 4, 12. Ah, I made it. All right, here we go. One of my favorite scriptures. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates, even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. There's another verse that says it judges the thoughts and motives of the heart. Guys, the Word of God can get right to the crux of the matter. Why are you asking for that? Why do you need an answer for that? Why do you want that? I'm telling you, you're not the best judge of that. The Word of God is. And so you can ask God. One of the practical ways that you can avoid some of these mistakes that I've made by having impure motives, right? Not even knowing it until the Lord showed it to me. Uh, wanting something too much or having it being too emotionally charged. So what's, how can you hear God's voice and avoid those pitfalls? One of them is to, to seek God saying, God, I don't trust myself enough because of these three reasons I just went through. So speak to me through your word about how you see this situation. So when I'm seeking to hear your voice about it, I know that I'm clean and I'm right and I'm seeing it from the right perspective. Now, that's one approach. Second approach is this next scripture, which is Proverbs, Proverbs 15, 22. Proverbs, here we go, 15, 22. All right. Say, look, I got it circled right up in my Bible. Here we go. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but many but with many advisors, they succeed. I'll say it again. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So one of the ways that you can be sure that you're not hearing the voice of the Lord wrongly is to expose what you think you're hearing the Lord say to trusted advisors and counselors. And it says many counselors, right? It says many advisors. So not just one, but an, uh, many. And you can hear the voice of the Lord through that, through that collection. Now I want to get into something very specific, because man, did I fail at this as a young Christian. It was just me and God. Me and God, you know, I don't need input, <laughs> you know. I'm going to do exactly what the Lord says, 
and I don't need anybody's input because then that maybe that's not faith, right? So if they come against me and say, hey, that's a stupid idea, um, then will I crumble? Will I be crushed? So I would not let anybody know the secret thing that God is telling me to do. And I'm not talking about, you know, silly stuff. I'm talking about big things. And it, it just, it, I drove off so many cliffs thinking I was hearing the voice of God. It was just sad. And eventually, I came to the point, so like, I need to offer what I believe the Lord might be saying to me to other people and say, what do you think? What do you think? And God wants you to live in community. God wants you to hear his voice in community. And you will find that that collective voice will come back. And, and, and if it's the Lord, you'll get a yes and amen. You'll get a yes and amen. It will not be you against the you and God against the world, which is the scenario I was trying to create all the time or was creating for myself. And so, so that's so that's a way to protect. Now, and again, I believe in the voice of God, and and I'm saying there could be people that are well intentioned that say that is not the Lord, and you've heard those testimonies, and they still feel like it's from the Lord. Uh, well, I mean. I'm not going to be able to solve every problem on this podcast. Uh, though, that's I would say that's more of an exception. You know, I had a really wise. Um, I went to seminary years and years ago, and there was this really wise Chinese man who was, um, you know, a part of the seminary from China, and he was talking about um, stepping out in faith and having financial supporters back you. And one of the things he said very interesting. He says, you know, rivers that are wide but not very deep, um, you know, it may appear that you have commitment from others on the mission that God has called you to be with their financial support. But he said the better rivers are narrow and deep. And that deep is that commitment from a, a group of supporters that say, we believe in your vision, we believe in what you're doing, and we're deeply committed versus sort of this wide sort of yeah, if God's calling you, you know, to go around the world, here's my five bucks. I hope it buys you a sandwich, you know. It's like really like silly kind of support. But you want the people that will go deep with you because they say, yes, this is the Lord and I'm committed, right? I'm committed to you and, and what you're doing. And so I always thought that was really wise. Now think about that from the voice of God and the will of God, right? If you have people that are deeply like, yes, that is God. I, and and um, it just strengthens your resolve so much more. Uh, then maybe you know people that really hardly will pay attention will, will pat on your back and say, yeah, go for it, uh, but not really give it much time. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I've got some, um, some exciting ones coming up, and I uh, love you guys, and be awesome. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Go to Instagram at The Kindling Fire to find out more about what we offer, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Kindling Fire. There you can find Bible devotionals, e-courses, and etc. Okay, guys, as always, be awesome.